Welcome to Sacred Work, the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs creating impact and income online. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, and I'm the creator of Sacred Funnels, helping you set up systems, automations, and sales funnels so you can grow your audience, increase your impact, and create the freedom you desire. Want to create your own sacred funnel? Download my free blueprint at taylorray.biz forward slash blueprint and I'll walk you through the steps. If you're ready for the perfect blend of spirituality and strategy when it comes to online marketing and building your business, you're in the right place. So make sure you subscribe for new episodes every single week. You ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to Sacred Work. This is Taylor Ray and today I am sitting down with Amber Lee Lyons on unblocking your chakras and building a spiritual empire online. Amber Lee Lyons is the founder of the Chakra Girl Co, a platform dedicated to inspiring modern women to embrace their spirituality while being their authentic and Gucci bag loving selves. She is also the host of Chakra Girl Radio, where she gives her listeners an inside look at the chaos, drama and happenings that take place between meditations when you are living a fast paced life. If you're being called to tap into your chakra energy, activate your goddess magnetism or tap into spirituality as you build your empire. Amber Lee is your girl. Amber Lee is such a light. She is one of my spiritual BFFs. We connected on Instagram this year and I'm so grateful for her friendship. We have such a great chat in this interview. I honestly just enjoyed it so, so much. We talk all about understanding and activating your chakras, removing spiritual shaming and making spirituality whatever you want it to be. Our rituals for unblocking your chakras, doing the inner work around worthiness, tapping into your goddess archetype, healing energy, intuition, so much good stuff in this interview and I just know you are going to get so much out of it so as you are listening make sure you do screenshot your favorite parts and tag us on Instagram I'm at Tayray official and Amberly is at Chakra Girl Co and once you've listened to this episode you can go and listen to my interview over on Amberly's podcast Chakra Girl Radio it's episode 131 and we talk all about sales but sacred so so much magic coming your way inside of this interview I hope you enjoy and let's dive in. Amber Lee Lyons, aka Chakra Girl, welcome to the show. So excited to be here. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this chat. A beautiful part two to the episode that we did over on your podcast, Chakra Girl Radio. If you guys haven't listened to that, definitely bookmark that as like, as soon as you finish this episode, head over there because that was such a fun chat as well. And I just know we're just going to continue all the good vibes in this conversation today. Yes, I think I think we've become fast friends. Yes, I agree. So aligned, like so many things just like, oh yeah, me too. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. I feel like our souls were like meant to be brought together. (laughs) So good. So my love, for those that don't know you, give us a little introduction to who you are and the sacred work that you are doing in the world. Okay. This is always the hardest question. I'm Amberly Lyons. And I mean, my purpose is just to help women access their innate healing abilities and to align their chakras to find like a really deep, meaningful purpose. And through doing that, obviously there's a lot of fun physical manifestations as well. (laughs) We don't shy away from the luxury life and all those things. But one thing that we're really um, like adamant about sharing is that it's not about striving for the luxury. It's about striving for the fulfillment and then that's when all the other things fall into place I love it I love how you show up I've been I've been following you for a really long time on Instagram and like for me when I first found out about like manifestation and all that sort of stuff like you were someone that I was following and I loved your approach to it it's not something that you see a lot and I for myself like I've definitely had moments like through the journey of like navigating and things like that like you know is it okay to like desire beautiful things and luxe things and like you know what does it mean to be spiritual and to also like your whole thing like I love it like blend the Gucci with the guru like all of that like it gives a lot of permission to be spiritual in your life but to also enjoy like you said those beautiful luxe things and I love your spin on it with the fulfillment side of things you know that worthiness around desiring the things that you want and bringing them into your reality so how did that become 
the message for you? Like, what was it that sparked that for you to know that this is what women needed you to be doing in the world? Yeah. I mean, through my own journey, I feel like it kind of all started when I started going to yoga with like makeup and hair extensions and not feeling like I fit into like the yoga community, but then also I was, you know, in fashion school and I felt like, you know, they didn't understand the whole yoga community. So it was like, kind of like this weird, you know, two worlds that had not been connected and I wanted to connect them. And, you know, at that time as well, I, you know, being in fashion school, there's obviously so many, you know, you're kind of like seeing all the fancy things. And there was a part of me that thought I would never be able to have that. And I would even pretend that I didn't want it. I'd be like, Louis Vuitton's ugly. I don't even like it. It's brown. Like it's so like, I was just like, but pretend I didn't want it. And then I like, it was, I had to like admit to myself, like it is okay to want that. Like you, like, I feel like so many people shame things that they think they can't have um, and they want to make it bad because it's easier to make something bad than to make something impossible for them. And I'm not saying everyone needs to have these things to feel fulfilled. I'm actually saying the opposite. I'm saying like, when you feel fulfilled in your life and you've allowed your inner like soul's essence to shine, that is when abundance manifests like crazy. And maybe for you, it's not designer bag. Maybe for you, it's having like a beautiful home or traveling the world or whatever it is. But it's like, if there's something that you've always wanted that you've thought is not possible for you, it is, Mm. (laughs) it is, but it's not going to come from chasing it. It's going to come from embodying the essence of your soul embodying the essence of being fulfilled and then everything lands. Yes. Oh, I'm so here for this. And I want to dive even deeper. Like I so agree with you and I so agree with you around the shaming and it's like your ego like almost creates this story because there's so much resistance around like I could never have that you know that story comes up so it's like okay well how can I make myself feel better about never having it well now I'm just going to shit on it and now I'm going to make it this horrible thing that I wouldn't even want anyway and it's like where is that stemming from like why has that come up and then for you like when you started to you know obviously shift and give yourself permission to want those things in your life what was that like? Like, how did you start to rewrite some of those stories and go, hang on a sec, I actually love Louis Vuitton. Like, you know, what was that process like? It was, uh, it was very fast. Like it was, it was a very, um, like confronting thing where I realized I just basically like had to tell myself, like, stop lying to yourself. Like, what are these lies you're telling yourself? And it came through the process of like finding my own worthiness. And it was like, okay, the having that life doesn't make you any more worthy. So when you find your worthiness and you realize having those things doesn't make you happier, worthier, any of those things, it becomes less of like a desperation to need something in order for it to validate you. And when you can release that and like you realize like, okay, that doesn't validate me. That doesn't make me happy. That doesn't make me rich that doesn't make me whatever then it's like you can really confront how you actually feel and if something lights you up like if some if you know whatever it is like shopping at those stores or whatever then you know that if you can kind of like let me put it this way if you can close your eyes and picture your highest self your best self, your most fulfilled self, your happiest self, what does she look like? What is she doing? And that like, you're allowed to have all that. You're allowed to want all of that. Um, but it's not through the wanting that you get it. Yeah. The irony. Hey, and isn't yes. that just the <laughs> irony of manifesting? Whereas it's like the more you want, yeah. the more resistance you're putting out. Cause when you want exactly. something, you manifest more of wanting it. Exactly. But- And I like, let's go into that. So for those that are maybe feeling a little bit confused, like, okay, so to get something that I want, I've got to not want it. Like, what does that look like? Like how, how does someone go, okay, wait a sec, that's not actually validating me, but in realizing that that's going to be the thing that allows you to decide whether you actually desire it and then create it as a part of your reality. Like how does one make that connection? So yeah, so you can kind of start by, it's easier to think of the thing, right? So if you think of the thing, like, let's say it's like a house. Okay. Say you want like this big mansion. I would even ask, what am I making this mansion mean about me? What am I making not having this mansion mean about me? Mm. And whatever you're making it mean about yourself, 
Like that's where you need to do the inner work, right? And then from there, once you can kind of like release any energetic charge around the validation that this is going to bring you, and you know, you've tapped into your worthiness, it's really about the feeling of having the thing. So it could be, I really love like the term like this or better, because it's like, why is it that that one house is the only thing that can bring you the feeling that you want? Like, what if it's something completely different? Like, what if it's not a house at all that's going to make you feel? So it's like, yeah. So like writing down the words that you want to feel. So say you want to feel fulfilled. You want to feel expansive. You want to feel spacious. You want to feel creative. And you feel like that's what this house is going to create for you. Then it's about looking at those words and being like, how can I feel this way every day already? Like, how can I be creative today? How can I feel expansive today? And really just like tuning into like your heart space of it and feeling those energies like in your body, like what do they feel like? And if maybe you don't feel expansive, so it's not about doing, it's not about like, okay, I need to go do something today that's going to make me feel expansive. It can be as simple as sitting there in meditation and being like, I'm going to like feel what expansiveness feels like in my body and just like letting that energy, whether that means visualizing that you're in the house or whatever it is, just like letting that vibration fill up your body, the space around you, your aura. Um, and that's what creates the energetic charge to bringing in either that house or anything else that is going to make you feel expansive. Mm. So good. And I love all those little tangible steps. And I think one of the biggest things that you said in there was like, it's not about doing. And I know that that's something that I really had to come to terms with because I am more in my masculine. I'm an Enneagram three, so I'm an achiever. So my whole story and my whole life was like, do, 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 do all the time. And it is still something that I have my moments with where because it's my natural state, I'll swing yeah. into that. And then I realize because it's gone too far, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I feel really yeah. off. Like, I feel like too hustly and too pushing and too forcey. Like, yeah. so I have to bring it back. So I love what you said there for those that are listening that are like me, where it's like, it's not about necessarily doing something to get into that state. It's more about feeling into the being side of things. Totally. Um, and it's like, if there are things in your day that get you there and you want to do more of them. Maybe like when you're having a bath, you feel really spacious or whatever it is like, do that hundred percent and do it, but make sure you're feeling it while you're doing it. Cause you could go and have a bath and feel desperate and anxious the whole time you're in there. So that's not going to help. So it's like being intentional about it, but, and I'm the same as you, like, I like to have a process. I love, like, I think we talked about this before too. Like, I love a spreadsheet. I love <laughs> anything that's like step-by-step. And that's why I love the chakra system because it's like, okay, if this, if this is off, then I do this. If I, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you can diagnose. Yeah. For some people, they're going to want to have a process then have a process. But if you don't, you don't need to, but I think it can really work for everyone. But the most important part is the feeling. The feeling. Yeah. And I love that you said that as well. Cause again, like it goes the other way. Like if, so, if you are someone that likes the structure, like you're saying, it's like, give yourself that. Like, that's okay. Like, that's a good thing. And like lean into what feels best for you. And that's the other side that I had to really come to terms with as well. It's like, Hey, it's not a bad thing that I do like those structures and I do like processes and routines and stuff like that. But I think big thing is like just leaning into what feels good to you and not shooting on yourself and not feeling like any obligation when it comes to spirituality, which I would love for you to speak to, because I feel like you're someone that just gets it, you know, and it links back to what you're saying, like the yoga community and like, oh, my extensions yeah. don't fit in here. Weird. Like, you know, yeah. the stories that we tell ourselves about what being spiritual is and why that isn't necessarily true. I mean, this is like a lot. There's like a lot going on right now about this. And it's like tolling. I just feel like there's so much spiritual judgment and shaming that goes on. And it is sickening to me. And I'm just like, couldn't imagine. I don't know. I just can't imagine like judging someone so badly. Here's the thing. If you're spiritual and you have your spirituality in one way, do it in your way. Why the actual fuck do you need to care about the way other people are doing it in their way? And it's like, and if it bothers you, you know, I think like with anything in spirituality, like that is saying more about you. So like looking at your own, like people just need to really look at their own selves when it comes to the judgment that's going on spiritually. Uh, And I just, I call it like spiritual clout. Like 
there's no ranking system of spirituality and everyone can have it in their own and can use it in their own way. And maybe there's people that are maybe a little bit, you know, more beginner with it. And they are, you know, talking about manifesting in like a very like material way. Um, Maybe they're, you know, looking at it in a very like money driven and a bit of from a place of desperation guess what? That's where they are. At least they're trying and they're on their journey and they're going to learn as they go. So like shaming them and shitting on them is not going to get them any further. And it's not going to get us any further. It's like, I think the beauty of the world that we live in, well, it's hard to find the beauty in it right now. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on, but, (laughs) but realistically, like everyone is on their own journey for a reason at this time. We're not all meant to be in the same place. And if we want to be a part of the elevation of the collective, we're not going to do that by making people feel like shit, Mm. you know? Sorry, I really had to go off there because I've just seen so much shaming lately. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. And like, I like what you said, where it's like, like law of divine oneness guys like we are all divinely connected so when you're shitting on someone else that's shitting on you so stop it like it's just coming right on back so that's the thing it's like if someone feels a need to shame anyone around anything it's like what is the back to the manifesting what is this person making you feel about yourself what is this person being you thinking this person less spiritual what are you making that mean about you Hmm. Is that making you, is that making you uh, think that you're validated by your level of spirituality? And if someone else is not as spiritual, then you get to judge them. Or does it mean that they're maybe showing you something in yourself that you don't like, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. And I, I think it's good too. The other way, like if someone, if you're feeling judged by someone or someone's like coming at you online and things like that, saying like, Hey, you're doing that the wrong way, or you should be doing it this way, blah, blah, blah remember this conversation in that that's totally. a reflection of them. I've had that conversation totally. with so many clients where they're like, oh, someone said this because I wasn't doing it this way. I'm like, well, that's a reflection on them. Like not you. So let them keep that. And, well, and so here's the thing. I think when, um, yes, hundred percent. And then I also think another level of that is like, if someone is judging you and it's affecting you, you need to ask yourself, is this feeling that I have this judgment? Is this mine? Mm. Is it them judging me and that's their thing? Or is there a part of me that's judging me for this? And what's my authentic truth around this? Do I think that that, do I think that that, that what they're saying is true? Because if you knew that it wasn't true, it wouldn't bother you. Right. But maybe there's a part of you that does think it's true, but maybe there's a part of you that knows that it's not true, but you feel worthy, unworthy in some other way. Mm-hmm. And so when, or you feel, you know, you've got, I know, I know for me, like when I first used to get haters, it wasn't necessarily that I believed them, but it was that I had an underlying feeling of instability where I felt like my business was like a house of cards that could blow over at any minute. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like whenever someone judges you, it's like use it as an opportunity to be like, okay, where am I judging myself? Mm. And maybe it's not around the same area, but if I was so solid, confident, strong in what I was doing, I wouldn't give a fuck what anyone thought. Mm. So, and it's hard to get there, right? It's very hard to get yeah. there. So it is like, and it's uncomfortable. And I feel like we're coming into like a Mercury retrograde in in Scorpio, which is like, I'm terrified. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, there, there will be some things happening where we really have to look at ourselves and our, how we feel about our own growth. And it can feel uncomfortable to be like, okay, what am I judging about myself and like confronting it? But it's an opportunity for that. And once we can do that, without worrying what other people think we're really only doing it for ourselves that's the magic so powerful and that like I love like we're like layer one is this wait here's layer two wait there's layer three it's just like keep going keep going keep going so good and 
something that's come up a lot, like we've said the word over and over again is worthiness. And for those that are feeling right now, like that's all good and well, and I love that. And I want to feel more worthy, but I don't know where to start. Are there some affirmations or journal prompts or steps around inner work that people could be doing to start to improve that? So this is like my favorite thing. Well, okay. My favorite and least favorite chakra is the sacral chakra, which is where our worthiness lives. And it's still uh, something I have to keep returning to. So there is a meditation that when I first, so I don't know about anyone listening or about you, but my worthiness story revolves a lot around like guilt and shame. So like when I worked in an office, like something would go wrong and I would automatically think it was my fault, even though I'm just like a receptionist. <laughs> like it's like the sales are down this month. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I forgot to send out that mail. Like, you know, like even though it has nothing to do with it, you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> so the sacral chakra was one of the first things that I was like, I need to sort this shit out. So there's a meditation that I did. I did it twice a day, every day for two weeks. I swear the shifts were insane. Um, so you literally imagine that you're standing in the ocean up to your belly button, which is like your sacral chakra is like, um, you're kind of like a couple inches below your belly button. And you imagine little waves crashing into your belly button and kind of like feel them crashing in. And then, you know, like they crash in, but then it like the water pulls back. So I would imagine that as it's crashing in, it's like filling me up with this like orange light. And then as it pulls back, um, it's releasing like gunk, <laughs> like any negative belief, any fear, any trauma, any like old boyfriends, like whatever it needs to release. It's, yeah, it's, it's getting it all out. And then it would go into the middle of the ocean to be transmuted and be gone forever. If you can get into the ocean and actually do this, it is like anytime I'm in the ocean, I make sure to do this. And if you can do it to a point where you can feel the waves and like, I always explain it. Like, you know, when you go swimming for a long time and you get like hungry, like, I don't know what it is. Every time I was swimming, I like have this weird hungry feeling. I know it. I know it. <laughs> like the swimming hungry. And so like, if you can do it for that long that you feel swimming hungry, then <laughs> that's when you really released it. Ooh. So yeah, that meditation, like that energy is so here's the thing. Like everyone's an energy worker. Everyone's an energy healer. And you can do that. Like you don't have to be like a, like Reiki master to do that kind of energy work on yourself. Like that's truly doing energy work on yourself. And it works so much more quickly than doing the mental work because the mental work is hard. Like we've been, God, we think so many thoughts a day. There's always an excuse to choose a negative thought, but if you can get right to the energy of it, um, in that kind of work, it's, super powerful. Mm, I love, I'm going to do that. I think yeah. that's phenomenal. And we're coming into summer here. So yes. as, like we went and did a, like a morning swim the other day and it like actually a few weeks back, but it was like winter, <laughs> like free. Oh, yeah. So that was good. It was good for like all like the Wim Hof style, like just like yes. cycles, fucking freezing, but coming into summer, I'm like, oh, let's just get into the yeah. ocean. Reset. Well, even in the bathtub. So like the, so every chakra has an element associated to it. And the sacral chakra's element is water. Um, cause it's like representative of the emotion. So like, even if you have a bath and you just kind of like, yeah. like, like move the water towards yourself. I do that sometimes even like in the bath and just like clear it out. And then when you, and like, I'll even like sit in the bathtub and like feel the water drain you'll never feel like more of a ton of bricks in your life but you just like let the water drain out and you imagine that like everything is leaving like all the negative vibes are are leaving yeah being sucked down the drain oh that is good that reminds me I don't know if you ever did this when you were a kid but when I was a kid and you're in the bath and you I would like grab onto the edge of the railing and this the tap my mom would be like stop doing that you're gonna pull it off but I would like rock backwards and forwards in the bath I forgot about that oh my gosh I totally used to do that. And now I'm, now I'm an adult. I can do it whenever I want. So I'm going to do it. And then you can be like, it's for chakra cleansing. I'm not just being a big kid. (laughs) Exactly. I'm cleansing my chakras. So good. Um, Okay. Let's dive into all the chakra goodness. I really want to go into this. Can you just give us like 
the beginner, like what are the chakras, where are they, and what do we do with them? Yes. Okay. So I'll teach like the seven main ones. Um, so the, so our chakras are our core energy centers in our bodies and they, uh, control everything from our emotions to our mood, to what manifests in our physical reality. So everything is energy. I think we all know that. So our chakras are consistently transmitting and receiving energy. So we're emitting a frequency and we're receiving an energetic match to that frequency back. So when we're high vibe, uh, we manifest things that are high vibe. When we're low vibe, we manifest things that are low vibe. And then it gets more, uh, another layer to that is uh, when you, (laughs) when you understand what each chakra means, then, um, or which each chakra operates, then you can really target what's going on. So like I mentioned, okay, so I'll just go through the chakras and then, and tell you kind of like the core energy. So the root chakra is associated to our grounding. So again, feeling stable, feeling secure, feeling safe. And so we associate money to our root chakra because that's in these days, what makes people feel safe and grounded. So you know that if that's where you're feeling unsure, like before when I was saying, I felt like my business was a house of cards. It was that I needed to work on my root chakra. Mm. Sacral chakra is, oh, so yeah. So root chakra is your bottom of your, like kind of like the base of your spine all the way down, like your legs and your feet. And then the sacral chakra right below your belly button is the second one. That's your worthiness, your creativity, and your feminine power. And when it's imbalanced, you can feel obviously like lack of worthiness. You can have your emotions will be out of balance and you just don't feel powerful. You're just not in your power. Solar plexus is above that, like right below your rib cage. And that is like your spark, your vibrancy, your motivation, your ability to get shit done. Um, and it's like, you're, I always call it's like your je ne sais quoi. Like it's what mm-hmm. makes people attracted to you. And like, you know, when someone like walks in the room and everyone's like, damn. And like, it's like, it's cause they bought an activated solar plexus. Ooh, uh, yeah. So if you, if that, if that one's, you know, not doing its best, then it'll, you know, you'll feel overwhelmed. You'll feel like you're making excuses all the time. You'll feel like you never have enough time. You, you just like, won't have the energy to get things done. Heart chakra is obviously about love, but it's also about balance. So it, everything from balancing your feminine and masculine, balancing your ability to give and receive, balancing, um, your, you know, how some people are very like all or nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, it kind of like will balance that out. So when it's imbalanced, you are very like all or nothing, like it's like two extremes, right? So, the heart, but then obviously love is the answer to everything. And so the heart chakra is just like so important is, and it's very important in business too. So making sure that you're giving value and open to receive the money back for it, which is tough, right? Giving the value. Sometimes people are afraid to do that. If they've got a lack mindset, they're afraid to give too much value. And most more commonly than that, like they're not afraid to give the value they're going to fucking give it away for free and they're not willing to receive you know it's like they're not energetically open to receive Hmm. and then gratitude is also a big thing in the heart chakra throat chakra is about your communication it's about your purpose like your your pure potential is what I call it and it is also about your assertiveness um, not being afraid to show up, not being afraid to speak your truth. And so often women have this one blocked. We were literally like hung by our throats <laughs> and like, we carry that trauma that we weren't, you know, supposed to talk. We weren't supposed to vote. We weren't supposed to have an opinion. So we carry that around a lot. So that's, you know, very common, common one to start with third eye. So like, so then once we get above that, so once we go to the third eye chakra and the crown chakra, we naturally are very open in our third eye and our crown. So our third eye is our intuition. Our crown chakra is our connection to source and our connection to the cosmos and our connection are kind of like the magnet that pulls in manifestations. 
So like some people want to like jump right to those ones and be like, oh, let's work on those. Like those are the fun ones. But it's like, if you've got all the other stuff going on, like in the other chakras, those ones aren't going to work. So working on like the lower ones Mm -hmm. is what's actually going to allow you to access the other ones. Yeah. To me, like, as you were saying that to me, that sounds like a plant, like a tree or something. And it's like, you can choose to play with all the leaves, but what about like the trunk and the roots and everything like that. Like that's what's going to make the leaves actually look really nice. If if you look after that stuff. Yes. I love that. So good. Oh my God. I have like a bit of knowledge around chakras, but not like anywhere. Like I I know what they are and like, I have like a rough idea and things like that, but I'm loving this. Like I'm loving like just the refresher on all of it and just really seeing like for each level, like, you know, what each one is speaking to and everything like that. So for someone who is feeling all over the place and like, how do they know which chakra to work on? Or is it like, let's just go through and align all of them. Like, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, so there's a few different ways. So first way, Google it. (laughs) Like literally, (laughs) uh, I know I'm like, I'm always like, I should have some something on my website to be like, Oh, go to my website and find out. But no, I don't Um, Google it. And it's like, you can be like, if you know what's going wrong in your life, like if you keep having like the same issue again, like if it was like chakra for worthiness, chakra for money issues, like whatever is going on, just find out. And then you can start there or there. You can also kind of check in physically and, you know, really just like closing your eyes and like kind of getting into a bit of like, uh, you know, relaxed state. And if you take a breath um, and imagine that as you take your, these, take a few breaths and as you're breathing, you, you feel like you're, or you imagine that you're bringing energy in through your throat, down your chest, all the way down your spine to the base of your spine. And you just like keep breathing deeply. And you're going to find that there, you feel a physical sensation. There's going to be either some kind of tightness, pain, discomfort, or just an overall disconnection. Like for me, even sometimes now I'm like, once it gets to the sacral chakra, I don't feel shit. Like I can't even like imagine, like you can't, I can't even, my imagination can't even feel energy down there. So it's like that, like I mentioned, that's one that I'm continuously working on. So, but then sometimes, like I said, you could have a tightness in your chest You could feel a pain somewhere in your stomach. You could feel a lump in your throat and, you know, maybe you feel all those things. Maybe you're like, shit, like there's a lot going on. Or maybe it's just like, I can't even imagine any energy going in. Like that's crazy to me. Then it's like, okay, start at the root chakra and work your way up. But typically like most people should start at the root chakra. For me, I started at the throat chakra because that was just the first one that I heard about. And I didn't really know there were other chakras. <laughs> and so I started with that one. And then I was like, oh, oh this stuff works fast. I'm going to do all of them. Yeah. You can start with whichever one, but if you have no idea, then just start at the root. No, that's so good. And then it's all like healing them and bringing them back into alignment. What does it look like? So what I know of it, and I've got, I bought this so long ago, but I've got this little chakra Bible and it's like thick and it like sits on my shelf. I'm like every now and then, if I like feel like one's like a little bit off, I like just popped that. And so like things in there are like different types of crystals and different yoga poses and stuff like that. So what would your advice be like for starting to align those chakras? Like, would it be to do things like that? Totally. So I always say like mind, body, soul, energy. So cliche, but for your mind, there's like the mindset. So let's work with like abundance, for example. So someone's having like money issues. They want to manifest more money. Um, So they're working on their root chakras. So for the mind, you could do obviously money mindset work, looking at your fears around money, rewriting your money story. You could have a mantra and those are all, you know, going to support you mentally with changing your thoughts. For the body, um, yeah, you mentioned yoga poses, even like stretches for the root chakra. Just if you've got, you know, if you have a root chakra issue, you may have lower back problems. So go get that massaged out or, you know, get the acupuncture, do whatever you need to do to do the kind of physical clearing. For the soul is I would like the med- like a meditation. Um, I do have chakra meditations or you can just Google like, you know, root chakra meditation. And that's just getting you more from a 
kind of like energetic body perspective. Like it's, yeah, the mind, but more of the subconscious mind, you know, so like the mindset work is helping you with like the mental chatter. The meditation is more from that subconscious mind. Mm. And then the energy work is like what I mentioned before, like visualizing the energy. So for the root chakra, you could literally just like be breathing into the root chakra, imagining like this glowing red light that's like clearing it out or even visualizing your most abundant self and getting into the vibration of that most abundant self. So I would say like our thoughts create our emotions, which create our vibration, which creates our manifestation. So we need to like kind of get to all of those angles. And so when we get into the thought of it, again, the reason of getting into the thought of it is to get into the feeling of it. The reason to work on our body is to make sure our body can actually physically vibrate at that level. And then for the soul, like I mentioned, that's that subconscious mind. And then the energy is the actual frequency. Love it. I, I'm just loving all the little tangible things, of course, yes. like that I'm like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> work through this step-by-step process. Nice. Always feels good. Yes, exactly. That's so good. Obviously, you know, for you, like you work with a lot of women in business, how do like, how does chakra alignment and like working on all the chakras and things like that tie in with business? So when I first launched my business, I was like, this shit's crazy because when I, you look at like the steps that it takes to launch a business, it's literally tapping into the chakras in sequence. So it's like when you come up with like your foundation of your business, your core concept, your ideal client, like all the foundational things you need to access your root chakra energy. Mm. When you're creating your brand, telling your story, starting to put your work out there, pricing your program, like that's when you need your sacral chakra energy. So it's like, literally like if you look at like the steps of how to launch a business it's like okay for those first few steps you need to access your chakra energy the next few steps the sacral then the solar plexus so when I work with my clients I have a program called chakra girl business school and we literally will unblock your root chakra for a week and then for a week we'll work and do those foundational elements of your business Mm -hmm. then we'll unblock your sacral chakra and then we'll build your brand. So it's like one after the, like, yeah, like one after the other. So good. I love that. That's, that seems like such a cool approach. And I love just how it like lines up and you're like working your way up to that, like beautiful crown chakra and just like flourishing. That's so cool. I love it for you, obviously, you know, going through this journey and creating your business and, obviously for you, like the chakras and everything like that, I guess with this podcast, like it's all about helping women to tap into creating like purpose-filled life and call in abundance, like doing things that they desire to do, creating impact, creating income. What has that been like for you? You know, I love that we've talked all about the chakras, but now like transitioning into building a business around something that you're so passionate about, like what are some of the key lessons or one of like a standout thing that's happened through your journey that you're like, people should know this. I think like, this might sound so basic, but I literally think it's bringing it back to your why all the time and like bringing it back to the foundational steps all the time. Like sometimes you think like we don't have to go back to those steps because we've been doing this for so long, but I still will like go back to my mission statement. I will still like anytime I create something new, I go back to those like foundational steps because it's like, you can't think you're above that. <laughs> you no, know, you have to like, you have to like have a beginner's mind every time that you dive into something. That's great advice. That is really good advice. Even though you're like, I feel like it's basic. I'm like, I think that's why we need to remember it is exactly. that important it is because as you said, like you're never above it. And the second that you think you are like, there's work that you need to be doing there because ultimately like it all does come. That's why you got to do them. That's why you got to do the root chakra work and you've got to do those foundational exactly. steps. And know what you're doing. And I've definitely had to go through that process myself where it's like, you know, as the brand has evolved and shifted, like coming back to that and reworking it and looking at it and making sure it's in alignment and how am I showing up? How, who am I serving? And I think if you can do that and you really have those foundational steps in total alignment, that's going to be so much easier for you going forward in terms of creating whatever it is, your products, your services, your courses, your offers, like whatever it is that you're doing when you have that level of clarity. I think that's great advice. I think that that's really, really good. Just come back to those foundational steps. So important. Something that you mentioned before was um, when you're feeling, you know, that instability in your business and something I did want to ask about was maybe like, 
you know, one of the biggest limiting beliefs or, you know, the biggest obstacles or mindset things that you had to really overcome. It may be the instability step for you. Maybe it's something else. I like to look at like the vulnerable side of things as well. And when things feel, you know, difficult and how you've overcome it. Cause I think a lot of the time in the entrepreneurial world, it's very easy to just like showcase all the good stuff and like how amazing it is and from an outside perspective if you're only watching you know Instagram stories through the day and it's a few snack like second snippet yeah it can be very easy to think like wow it's just so easy all the time so what is one of the more vulnerable sides of things or difficult things that you've had to overcome in the entrepreneurial journey I think for me it was like being a workaholic and like working so much and being like, what the fuck is it all for? Like, why am I doing, like, literally, why am I doing this? Like, okay, I'm making more money, but what am I doing with it? It's like, I was kind of like in that all or nothing pattern where it's like, work your ass off, make money, then go on a vacation. And that was your reward. But it's like, I don't want one week out of the year. Well, I was going on multiple vacations, but it's like the whole time you're there, you're probably thinking about work. And then when you get home, you've got all this catch up to do, and then you're working late hours again. So that was something this year that like, I'm actually so glad that shifted because it's like, we can't travel. So how am I going to bring that? Like, how, like, where's the break for me? How can I make it so that I find that balance where I have give myself those breaks and I'm not like all or nothing. And I find that those processes that allow me to, to have like consistent income. So I think that's well, and Hey, shout out to you for helping people do that. Right. Because that's what it's, I think so many people get into that all or nothing flow with their business where it's like feast or famine. And, you know, I was just this year, I was like, I can't do that anymore. Like, I just can't. So I think that's probably been the biggest lesson. And I think most more recently, because I I feel like I've gotten a good grip on that this year. I know we work like, I truly only work like three hours a day, like for sure, if not less when we really look at like the, the like days that I don't work at all. So that's been good. But I think more recently, another thing, and this kind of ties back to what I was saying before about going back to those foundational elements is like, it's not about me. And like, I feel like I have this, like this belief that I need to like do everything and I need to show up. Otherwise people will be mad that it's not me doing it or like, you know what I mean? Like people will get mad if it's not me showing up or answering these emails or doing this or doing that. But I'm like, it's actually fucking not about me. And I'm like literally ready to like fully remove myself and like make chakra girl And like, I never wanted to be like, I'm the chakra girl. I wanted to be like, we are all chakra girls. (laughs) So so that's kind of like a transition that I'm making is like, how can I remove myself and like make it not about me? Mm. It's an interesting process. Hey, I feel like I'm in that a little bit right now where it's like, okay, how can I let go? How can I let go? What can I give away? What can I give away? And just expanding yeah. that and exactly the same thing. And isn't it interesting, the stories that we tell ourselves around like, yeah. oh, it has to be me replying. And it's like, no, what? Exactly. Like, what I know. You? Like how, because as you said, it's not about you. And if you can, I had a conversation with a client about this the other day, actually. And it's like, if you can start to let go of those sort of things, that's going to allow you to serve at a bigger level. Like that's going to allow you to be showing up for more people. Like, but we and get like, in our heads about these tiny I little tasks. I know. People will get mad. People will be upset if it's not me. And like, I even like I in Chakra Girl Business School, like this week I had like a little family situation and I could, I was supposed to host like my group program call and I have co-coaches that like help out in my program. And I had to ask them to step in and take my call. And I was like, Oh my God, everyone's going to be so mad. Everyone's going to be so disappointed. And then I see them all in the Facebook group, like, Oh my God, that was the best call ever. Thank you so much. I'm like, part of me is like, Oh, (laughs) but I'm like, okay, good. It doesn't have to be me, you know? So Um, so yeah, it's good. Like they can, I I'm feeling ready to step away a little bit. That's good. I'm proud of you for that. Cause I know it can be really hard to like, I'm the same as you. It's just my baby. Like I built this thing. Like I want to deliver all of it. And like, even that little baby, like, Oh, you guys, you didn't miss me guys. Exactly. Like, 
Yeah. And it's like, okay, I see what's happening here. Something for me to look at. Like, how can I feel that and go through that? So yeah, it's just an, an ever evolving journey. Hey, it's like, we're like, oh, you're layer one, two, and three. Wait, here come the other million. Like it's never. Exactly. It's like, it's like, ask me again next week what my problems are. It'll be something totally different. Totally. Yeah. That's, that is the journey. And if you're at the very beginning, just get ready for it. Cause it's always going to be shifting. And I think for me, a big thing is like, surrendering control I don't know about you but it's just like you don't have to be in control at all times you have a wonderful quiz around your healing goddess archetype talk to us about the quiz and shout out to you I'm so proud of you for doing this I think it's so beautiful and I love that you've set up this beautiful system in your business that is like giving people this beautiful starting point to figure that out for themselves and then open themselves up to your world so big shout out on that side of your business Talk to us about the quiz and what are the different goddess archetypes? Like what's a goddess archetype and what are the results that you can get? So first off, everyone is a goddess. Like everyone has goddess energy within them. And when we look at like the ancient goddesses, when we really like drill back into like the ancient texts, they are literally all one goddess with all these different sides of them. Mm -hmm. So any like goddess history really revolves around how we all have these basically like multiple archetypes within us that need to be activated at different times. I also believe and know to be true that we are all like and have innate healing abilities. So there are things that either in your past lives or, you know, other carnations or other parallel timelines that your highest consciousness knows that we just don't maybe remember at this lifetime, but it's actually encoded in our DNA. So our DNA, we only know 12 strands of our DNA and 98.5% of our DNA, they call junk DNA because they don't know what it does. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. In that DNA, that's like, that is the metaphysical. Like there are things in there that will allow us to like, we can transform our lives. We can just, we have abilities within us. So the quiz is about finding your goddess healer archetype and knowing what healing abilities innately are already within you. And the different types that we have in the quiz. So we have the energy healer, which I would consider myself an energy healer, anything with like, you know, chakras, crystals, Reiki, anything where you're moving energy. And I mentioned we are all energy healers. So there's the energy healer, there's the cosmic healer, which is you were probably, you know, born your first, your soul was probably first born on a completely different planet. (laughs) And you, um, you have like all the knowledge of the cosmos within your DNA. So that's the cosmic healer. That's going to be Natalia Benson. Oh, 100%. (laughs) There's shadow healer, which is like the dark side, like healing people, healing your dark side, worthiness think of like I want to like describe different people for all I know I know I'm like can you give examples for so so far you're the energy healer Natalia is the cosmos yeah okay I would say do you guys know who Angel Quintana is no but I'm gonna look up after and people I know she did do the quiz and she said that she got energy or cosmic healer but I wanted to be like you're gonna shadow healer too (laughs) I was like uh like kind of like that Scorpio energy yeah yeah so that's that and then there's the feminine healer which is like alexandra roxo oh yeah the feminine energy mm-hmm. like sensual the emotion, sense, like sensual the, sexual, yeah, the motivational healer so that's like mm. a tony robbins so i i would say like a tony Ro- or a gala darling oh yes 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 go like she doesn't go deep into the spiritual she's like just fucking cheering you on you know yeah so yeah i would say Gala's motivational. I would say Angel Quintana is the sh- like a shadow healer. Alexandra Roxo, feminine healer. I'm the energy healer. And then Natalia Benson is the cosmic That's healer. so good. Oh, that's so good. I love it. There's like a little like, like role model for each one, like a little yeah. spirit animal almost. Oh, and you know who else might be like a shadow healer? I would say too, who might be more, um, you guys might know. Do you know who Danielle Page is? 
Yes. She talks a lot about like the dark side of the world and the conspiracies and all that kind of stuff. So she's definitely got a bit of that edge. So good. And then you guys can go and like, just look up all those people on Instagram. If you're like wondering for each one to like figure out like an embodiment of it. And then you can all those people on Instagram be like, ah, I see, I see. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, we created the quiz because we want everyone to know that they have these abilities within them and through that you can like once you understand like your archetype and the healing modalities that you're neatly drawn to you can start using them on yourself and through doing that you're going to uncover even more you're going to remember even more like I've literally like had downloads of like downloaded in my brain a song that was in a different language but like knew what it meant oh my god or like I'm or I've like had dreams about like different light healing energies and like how to use them. I'd never like it's kind of crazy. It's like all this like new stuff is being downloaded for me. And so through the work that I've been doing since COVID, basically, mm-hmm. all the deeper work that I've been doing. I'm now like wanting to share that with the world so that people can like access their inner healing abilities to heal themselves and to access their intuition, access their, their abundance, their radiance. So that's kind of a new direction that we're going in. Like we love the business coaching, but this is just kind of like that deeper level and it will help people with their business and it'll help people like with their connection to themselves. And it'll help people who don't know what they want their business to be to like, or or maybe they're like, okay, I love my business, but I feel like I want to go deeper with it. You know, it's going to help people find those like deeper things to share with their audience as well. So, so good. Oh my God, guys, go and do the quiz. Where can they find it? Um, so it's quiz.shockergirlco.com slash goddess. Okay, beautiful. We'll put it in the show notes so it's easy for you guys, but go do the quiz. And then when you get your results, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us, tag us both and let us know which, because I'm like really excited to like hear what everybody gets. So we'll put our Instagrams in the show notes and we'll also put the quiz so you guys can go and do it. Yeah. What one do you think I would be? I did the quiz, so I know. But oh, what I think motivational. I got energy healer. Okay, that was my second guess. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why the, I was like, walk me through all the other ones because, you know, when you like get a quiz result and I was like, I want to know what the other ones are too. Like what are the other options? But yeah, I reckon one of those two, but I think, yeah, I really aligned with energy healer and I love like your descriptions and all that sort of stuff. So go and yeah. do that. It's good. It's really There's good. lots of juicy info on the results page. Like it, mm-hmm. like we tell you, like give you tips on like what you need to work on and like what you naturally already have gifts around. Yeah. That's a good quiz. It's fun time. And it's fun. There's like pictures of the spice girls and stuff in it. And I was like, I'm not okay for this. I have the pop culture in there. No, it's awesome. Oh my God. Amber Lee Lyons. This has been so fun. I love this chat. Last question before we go, I ask everybody this, if there's one thing on your heart that is coming through to share right now with our listeners, before we wrap it up, what would it be? That you are pure divinity and you are like so powerful. And like, it's just been programmed in you that you're not, (laughs) and we can deprogram that just as easily as it was actually even more easily than it was programmed. And like, with anything, it's not about doing, it's about being. So by just being yourself and unlearning the things that have held you back, that's what's going to let your true self shine. So it's not like, how can I be more divine? It's how can I unlearn any limitations that I put on myself? And when you unlearn that, more of your truth can shine through. So good. What a way to finish. Thank you so much, my love. This has been such a joy. I know there are going to be so many people who are going to want to connect with you after this episode. So please tell them where they can go and find you online. Okay. So on Instagram, I'm at Chakra Girl Co. Website is chakragirlco.com. And again, the quiz is quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess beautiful oh amazing go and connect with her you will not regret it your insta is such a vibe as well like just so beautiful (laughs) so go and head over there for all the chakra girl um goodness it's a good time thank you darling this has been such a joy so appreciate you thank you thanks so much for spending your time with me and for listening today if you love the episode please be sure to leave me a review on itunes to let me know and screenshot the episode now to share on your stories and tag me at tay ray official 
If you're looking for more support in scaling out your impact and your income with your business online, be sure to head to my website, taylorray.com.au to get access to all my courses, coaching programs, and free resources.